All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The first selection of the National Hockey League Draft belongs to... The Daily Faceoff Podcast comes to you courtesy of the Nation Network. The first overall pick in the 2015 NHL Draft. Gretzky had it, lost it, Eisenman picks it up. Eisenman holding, blue line, chance, stop! Daily Face-Off. The Daily Face-Off. The Daily Face-Off podcast with your host, Brock Seguin. I'd like to say something that I've prepared tonight. All right. Alan. Hello. How about that ride in? I guess that's why they call it Sin City. Ha ha ha. You guys might not know this, but I consider myself a bit of a loner. I tend to think of myself as a one-man wolf pack. But when my sister brought Doug home, I knew he was one of my own. And my wolf pack, it grew by one. So were there two of us, there were two of us in the wolf pack. I was alone first in the pack, and then Doug joined in later. And six months ago, When Doug introduced me to you guys, I thought, wait a second, could it be? And now I know for sure, I just added two more guys to my wolf pack. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 
Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Daily Faceoff Podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Brock Segan, with me. Uh, wait a second. There's nobody else here. Lone Wolf in it today. No Wolf Pack. Alan's got a Wolf Pack. I am Wolf Packless uh, today. Uh, we were supposed to record an episode last night, uh, but as you probably seen on Twitter, we had to cancel uh, that recording because, surprisingly enough, two tornadoes touched down uh, here in Windsor yesterday. Um... I was actually playing baseball in tornado weather, which was obviously uh, not all that fun. Um, we didn't really see the tornado. It happened kind of far away from us, but I tried to get home right away um, to see the girlfriend because I didn't want her getting sucked up by any tornado. So we kind of canceled the, the thing just to all be with our families, make sure everybody was safe. Uh, so I apologize. That's why Biebs is not here and, and Dylan's not here either. They're both at work today. Uh, so it's just me. I hope you guys can put up with me for the next 20 minutes or so. Uh, the plan for yesterday's episode, since we're kind of getting close to fantasy football season, we are gonna. Uh, I was gonna take a page out of ESPN's Matthew Barry. Uh, every year at this point uh, in time, he releases a love and hate for the 2016 fantasy football season. Uh, he released that a couple days ago or weeks ago. I'm not sure. So we are going to anyways rip a page out of his book and kind of do a uh, fantasy hockey love-hate. Basically, what we were going to do was players, not so much players that we love or hate this season, but more so players that we love or hate versus where they're getting drafted. Um, there's players that you might you know, think are good, but they're going to go far too early based on hype or last year's performance or uh, whatever the case may be. So since they're not here, I'm going to run through a couple of love-hates really quick uh, for you guys, the guys that I was going to talk about last night, and then I'll get to some of the Twitter questions that you guys submitted um, yesterday and today. So again, thank you guys um, for all the Twitter questions, of course. Hopefully you can put up with me for 20 minutes. I know it's not as fun when I don't got the boys. It's not as fun for me to do it, and I'm sure it's not as fun for you guys to listen uh, to just me. But let me get into some love-hates here. I'm going to start with uh, three loves. And then I'll get to two guys that I'm not too crazy about, like I said, versus where they're getting drafted this season. Uh, the first guy for me that I love going into the 2016-17 fantasy season is James Van Riemsdyk. Uh, prior to last season, Van Riemsdyk had only missed two games in his three years in Toronto. But last year, he missed uh, the final 42 games of the regular season due to a foot injury. And it was pretty unfortunate because at the time, he was on pace for 29 goals and 31 assists. And if you include that pace, let's just take those numbers. Let's just pretend he finished the, uh, the season with 82 games played and he actually picked up those 62 or sorry, those 60 points, excuse me. If you include that pace, that would give him 177 points over the last three years, which would have him tied for 34th in the NHL. So pretty reasonable numbers. Um... The 29 goals and 31 assists is actually, like it was his pace last year, and it's actually been his exact pace over his three years in Toronto, which is pretty impressive for a guy who's uh, largely unheralded. You don't hear a ton about him, um, other than in the media in Toronto, obviously they talk about him a lot, but in fantasy hockey circles, I mean, nobody seems to really talk about JVR that much. Again, prior to last season, he had only missed a couple games. He's usually very durable, doesn't have a hard time with injuries, again, prior to last year, and he's extremely consistent year to year, which is exactly what you're looking for in fantasy hockey, especially at a thin, thin wing position uh, like JVR plays. So I expect him to bounce back in, you know, this year, have a nice healthy season, 
and probably produce somewhere close to that 29 goals, 31 assists uh, that he's basically been doing for the last couple of years. Um, so again, I think the injury from last year will kind of have him off of some people's radars. Uh, he might drop a little bit more in drafts than he should, which is why I love the value pick uh, with JVR. Again, if you're in a league with all Maple Leaf fans, he might go a little too high, but you got to know your league. Um, and then the next guy that I really like going into this year is Mikel Bodker. Ron Bodker holds, delays, he scores! What a goal, Mikel Bodker! Now, Bodker got moved to Colorado at the deadline last year, and then this offseason he signed with the San Jose Sharks. Uh, Bodker's underlying numbers for you analytics guys out there, they don't do him any justice at all. Um, he doesn't have great underlying numbers, but then you have to remember that he's been playing in Arizona uh, where there hasn't been a whole lot of talent over the years. And now he's going to San Jose where he's going to get a chance to play with top flight talent like Joe Thornton and Joe Pavelski, who are both tremendous, tremendous possession drivers. One, and Joe Thornton is arguably a top three playmaker in the NHL. And then on the other hand, you have Joe Pavelski, who's arguably a top three goal scorer um, in the league. So if Bodker lines up on the left side with Joe Thornton in the middle and Joe Pavelski on the right side, that could be a really dynamic, dynamic line this season, especially with Bodker's speed. And they'll help bring up his underlying numbers, make him more into a, a better possession player. And then that should in turn... Um, really help his offensive numbers. I think Bodker could be in for a career year in 2016-17 if he ends up playing with Joe and Joe. But even if he doesn't, he might go down to the second line and play with somebody like Logan Couture, and you could do a lot worse than having Logan Couture as your uh, second line center. And then my last love for 2016-17 is a bit of a shot in the dark, kind of a dark horse, one of my favorite sleepers going into this year. Um, Last year, I was very high on Evgeny Kuznetsov uh, and that turned out to be a, a great breakout candidate pick because he ended up finishing near the top of the league in scoring and he had 77 points and I'm going back to the well going back to Washington for another breakout candidate this year I really like Andre Burakovsky to the slot score bang bang it didn't take long for Andre Burakovsky Um, He kind of started seeing his minutes go up towards the end of last year. Uh, This year, I expect him to play top six minutes more often than not. He's going to be fighting with guys like uh, Justin Williams for that spot. But I think, you know, the younger Burakovsky has a good chance to play top six minutes. Uh, He's got great speed, great size, and a wicked hard wrist shot. You know, realistically, Burakovsky's a game breaker. That's, That's the way I look at him. He's a guy that can just, you know, rip that wrister on net. And if he moves into that top six, that's a really good top six. You're either looking at playing with Evgeny Kuznetsov as your center or Nicholas Backstrom as your center, which are both tremendous, tremendous options. So Burakovsky, he'll be a very late round pick. And I really like um, the potential for him to break out on the Washington Capitals second line this year. Um, So those are the three guys, JVR, Mikel Bodker, and Andre Burakovsky um, that... I mean, there's a bunch of guys that could rattle off a, a humongous list of players that I'm really high on going into this year again. And on the other side, I could run through a huge list of guys I'm not so high on this year. Uh, but those are three guys I'm really interested in seeing where they, once fantasy drafts start going on, I want to see where their average draft position is because that'll really determine how high I will be on um, these guys. Because, I mean, a lot of people aren't stupid. They're going to also see that Bodker has a chance to play with Joe and Joe and that might drive his uh, draft stock up quite a bit but 
I still think there's great value with all three of those guys. And then a couple players that I'm not so high on this year, uh, one being Brent Burns. Now, don't get me wrong. I have nothing against Brent Burns. I love Brent Burns. Great player, great beard. Um, But last year, 27 goals, 75 points. I was good for 11th in the NHL. Uh, Just ridiculous. I just don't think it's repeatable. Um, Even the year prior, he had 60 points, and that was a huge year. I would expect him to fall closer to that 60. I just think that the 27 goals, the 75 points, and the unreal beard and lack of teeth. Everybody loves Brent Burns. He's going to rocket up draft boards this year. Maybe a little too high. A lot of people are probably going to be reaching for him because they're going to be expecting that 27 goals again. And I just don't think it's repeatable. Again, 60 points from a guy like Burns, you know, definitely um, goals in the mid-teens to 20 range. But 27 goals... 75 points, just not attainable, I don't think. So I think drafting Burns is going to have to be a reach because somebody's going to do it uh, for sure. So I'm just scared how early he will go this year. Um, and then the other guy that I'm not a huge fan of is Louis Erickson. Uh, back in the day, I was a massive Louis Erickson fan. Uh, he always seemed to be super underrated. It was a guy you could get in the middle of the late rounds that would pot 30 goals and pick up 30 assists. And that's obviously very rare to find in the NHL let alone in the late rounds. Uh, so Louis Erickson was a guy I used to like, but then he almost became so underrated that he became overrated, uh, especially when he was traded to Boston for uh, Tyler Segan. Erickson went there, had two rough years, but then he did bounce back with a great 2015-16 season. Uh, lucky for him, it was a contract year, ends up getting a nice deal with Vancouver, and now people are even higher on him than they've ever been because now all of a sudden he gets to go play with his fellow countrymen, Daniel and Henrik Sedin, which obviously be a good good spot for Louis Erickson, but I just don't think that it's going to help Erickson's status that much. I think Erickson is a 30-30 player, kind of like he was last year, but that's his ceiling. We're not going to all of a sudden play with the Sedins and see Louis Erickson score 40 goals with 40 assists and have a humongous breakout year. I think his ceiling is 30-30. and 30. Uh, I think there's a better chance of him falling short of 30-30 like he did in his first two years in Boston than there is of him surpassing 30 goals, 30 assists. Uh, so I just think that everybody's getting a little too crazy with the Daniel Henrik, Louis Erickson situation than they should be. Draft Louis Erickson is the player that he has been throughout his entire career because the Sedins are obviously going in the wrong direction as well. They're not the 100-point or 90-point players that they once were either. So um, it's a, it's going to be a good trio to be sure. But from a fantasy perspective, I'm not reaching for Louis Erickson on draft day because he's playing with the Sedins. I'll let somebody else take that reach, and I'll draft somebody who's more um, proven, maybe a little younger, um, and also has great line mates. So... Louis Erickson, again, great player. Has the ability to still be a 30-30 guy this year, which is tremendous, but I just think where you're going to get him might not be worth it. Uh, but let's get to some of your Twitter questions. Excuse me. Um, the first one comes from at Christopher's underscore. He says, is Tyson Berry a top 20 defenseman in a league that counts goals, assists, power play points, and blocks? Uh, to me, absolutely, this is a no-brainer. Because um, over the last two years, he's 7th among defensemen in points, 14th in power play points, and he blocks about one shot per game. Um, the Avalanche are typically a poor, poor possession team, uh, which helps him obviously block shots. I think Francois Beauchemin over that two-year span is uh, miles ahead of everybody in, in terms of block shots, about four per game because of how poor the Avalanche have been. Uh, so he'll rack up blocks here and there, uh, like I said, about one per game. Um, but that's not where his value lies. His value lies in his offense. And I have him projected to be 10th among defensemen in goals and points this year. 
so if you factor that in, he's also, like I said, 14th among all defensemen in power play points over the last two seasons. He's got uh, a lot of offensive upside, just got a nice new contract. Um, the Avalanche are expected to bring in a new coach, so maybe that'll help them possession-wise, and that should help uh, Barry become even more effective offensively. But absolutely a top 20 um, I would even say top 15 fantasy defensemen in that league. Um, and then Christopher's actually had a second question. He said, roughly how many starts does Jonathan Bernier get for the Ducks this season? Uh, for me, I think it's more than most people are, are, are expecting. Um, John Gibson himself has had durability issues in the past, which, I mean, if he goes down for a couple weeks like we've seen him before, then all of a sudden Bernier steps in, gets 7, 8, starts more than he should have um, I think I have John Gibson projected for somewhere around 50 starts which would leave Bernie at 32 which obviously is more than your average backup uh, so I'm expecting about a 60-40 split between Gibson and Bernie um, obviously if Bernie is playing poorly Gibson will start more but also I, I keep in mind I think there's been durability issues with Gibson before he could prove me wrong and stay healthy and have a great year and we might only see uh, Jonathan Bernie twice but I'm expecting about a 60-40 split between uh, Gibson and Bernier because realistically, I don't think Bernier is as bad as he showed in Toronto last year. He's still a pretty good goalie, and to have him as a backup, that's uh, you can do a lot worse. <laughs> um, and then the next one comes from at Shanty Plan. He says, which coaching change adds fantasy potential to their teams by switching style of play? Um, this might be an unpopular choice uh, from me, but I think Randy Carlisle going back to Anaheim is a nice change. Um, he's got a bad rep from his kind of the way things ended up happening and going down towards the end of his tenure in Toronto. Um, but he is a good coach, in my opinion. Um, and if you look at his teams over the years, you can always find them, if not in the top 10 in scoring, they were always in the top half um, in goals for per game. And when you look at guys like Getzlaff, who had a rough start last year, and Perry, who had an okay year, the, the Ducks offense was... Down last year from what it normally is. They don't look to be as deep this year as they normally are either. But if you look at guys like Getzlaff and Perry, they had their biggest seasons when Carlisle was behind the bench. Um, so I think that might be a nice move for the Ducks. Last year obviously didn't go the way they wanted to. So they bring back a familiar face. We'll see what he can do. He's got a pretty good squad. They've got a great blue line. Uh, they you know, might be a little thin up front. But they do have some young kids waiting in the wings to kind of take over um and then now we got a couple more questions to get here uh the the fourth question comes from at jake gabbert he says which islanders forwards do you see stepping up or getting called up to soften the blows of nielsen and Ocposo departures um for me i think it's pretty simple uh Ocposo obviously is going to be replaced by andrew ladd at least that's the um the, the thinking process by the islanders signing him um, I think P.A. Parento will also help to soften that blow. Uh, I could see Parento coming back and playing with Tavares. I could see Ladd playing with Tavares. Uh, so I could. that's kind of how they're going to replace Andrew Ladd. And then as for replacing Franz Nielsen, I expect Ryan Strom to have a much, much better season, a big bounce back year after a really bad 2015-16 year that we even saw him get sent down uh, to Bridgeport in the AHL for a little bit. So I expect, or sorry, excuse me, I expect Strom to bounce back into the top six this year and then have a much better year, help replace Franz Nielsen, and then. Matthew Barzell should make the team out of training camp. He had a great year, led the Seattle Thunderbirds in the WHL in points um, in the regular season and the playoffs. He had a great year. He's a tremendous talent. I expect him to make the team out of training camp. He could even push for a top 
uh, six role, especially given the health concerns surrounding uh, a player like Mikhail Gabrovsky. Um, so Matthew Barzell should make the team. Ryan Strom should step up, and that should help ease the loss of Franz Nielsen, and then Ladd and Parento help ease the loss of Ocposo. And then the final question from our friend Steven Seuss, friend of the show, uh, his Twitter handle is at underscore super underscore Mario underscore 66. And he tweets, does at Brock underscore Segan, which is myself, even lift? And then he tagged Biebs Bondi um, in the tweet as well. Those two seem to go back and forth and attack me on Twitter quite a bit. So again, Seuss, thanks for the question. But the answer to that question is no, not at all. Zero lifting involved in my everyday regimen. Uh, but lots of athletics. I mean, I still wouldn't call myself an athlete, but uh, I play beach volleyball twice a week, baseball once a week, and usually at least one round of golf uh, per week. But I mean, I still wouldn't call that athleticism because most of the time I'm riding around in a cart. I mean, my golf game is pretty strong, but um, riding around in a golf cart drinking beers is probably not really called athletics. Uh, but I hope you guys enjoyed that quick 20-minute show with just myself. I hope you're not annoyed at my voice at all. I really need a glass of water or a beer or something because talking straight for 20 minutes is even hard for me. Uh, I don't know when the next episode is going to be. I know Dylan's going away for the weekend. Biebs is busy with work. And I'm crazy busy with the Daily Face-Off Fantasy Hockey Draft Kit, which will be released in either late August, early September. I'm shooting for September 1. Let's hope... Uh, it gets out by then, but keep an eye out for that. It's probably the best bang for your buck in terms of fantasy hockey draft kit um, or guide. You can go to Shoppers Drug Mart and buy something for $14 or other sites where they might charge you $25. We're looking at $5 again, folks. Uh, we had a strong year last year, so keep your eye out for that. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Here's the Blue Stones. We'll talk to you next week. Peace out. the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market mom 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.